0: Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
1: If you had uh, money on Cassius Marsh uh, having a post-game press conference uh, after getting called up to the active roster just a few days before, congratulations! That paid out pretty heavily there, Brady Quinn. What, was that it's, on uh, Prop Bet Monster? It was not. Now the Prop oh. Bet Monster, you guys pushed. I mean, listen, there, there's no other way to just you know make it pretty. You guys pushed on the Prop how, Bet Monster. How many
2: of our bets were actually like bets that you could have won or lost?
1: Well, two. We'll talk about it later in the hour because there there is some, I don't want to say controversy, but there's a little bit of an issue with, with some of this stuff. Why is there always point. controversy? I, because it's a prop ed monster, man. He doesn't play nice. What do you want? I, I don't know what to tell you. What do you like, mean, he? Well, this listen. isn't live bet Jesus! Hey, this is you doing this. Look, I, I have uh, you know, I go in a in a place uh, to put those bets together, and then uh, you guys criticize me every week. This isn't uh, a one-eyed monster. Well, trust me, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, one-eyed yeah. guppy, more like it. Uh, okay. But um, <laughs> Cassius Marsh, Cassius Marsh, uh, step to the blitz b- deck, cat. Cassius Marsh, <laughs> uh, step to the podium. He looked like Leonardo DiCaprio off the Revenant when he crawled out of that dead horse. Uh, And he had this to say about the incident.
0: It's pretty clear to
3: everybody who saw it that I wasn't taunting. Like, you know, I've been doing the celebration my whole career. And, uh, you know, it's just sad to see stuff like that happen in a close game like that. It's just rough, man. On my way to the sideline. I got hip checked by the ref and it's it's pretty clear. If I were to do that to a ref or even touch the ref, you know, we get kicked out of the game and possibly suspended and fined. So
2: I just think that that was incredibly inappropriate and that's all I'll say about that.
1: Yeah.
3: So he doubled that. down on his fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh you think they're
2: going to double him up on that? Oh, absolutely they are. <laughs> double down on it. I, I will say this in his defense: It looked like the ref backed into 100%. him. 100. It wasn't anything to do with him. But as I said before, I, I do. It, you did look like he was already. He already had his hand in his pocket, getting ready to throw that flag. So it wasn't about the amazing Jean Claude Van Damme roundhouse kick. Well done. It was the aggressive stare down that took place for about I'd say eight seconds. After the sack.
1: You can't stare at the sideline anymore. Like, I I get it. It's a point of emphasis. But I thought taunting was like standing over a guy's face, grabbing your crotch and doing a throat uh, slash gesture. You can't stare at a sideline. Can we take a step back, though? Like, okay, if you're ready to throw the flag
3: because of a taunting call, then throw the flag. What are you going to wait until you guys make contact? Which, by the way, if you have eyes in your head and either one of them work, even have decently work, you saw the man get in the path of him running. Yeah. Like, he got in the path of him. Like, he braced himself, he backed into him, and he, he made contact with the player. There's no getting out of the way of that. And listen, referees are people, right? There's human There's human error And what referees do. Like, we see it play out week in and week out. And sometimes you got to be, I mean, let's just be real here. These dudes sometimes be power tripping. They power trip, and it, the funniest thing is, you know how they power trip. You got to pay attention to this, people. When you when you're watching games, the power trippers, the way they throw their flags. Like I remember when that one referee power tripped on on Big Zeus, right? And 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 Orlando Brown yes. did something. The referee didn't like it, and not only did he throw the flag, <laughs> hit him in the eye. He threw it at him. He threw it at him. <laughs> I don't know what, like, what is it, beans or something that are in the bottom of those those flags? Maybe Uh, rosin. Isn't it sand? I thought it was sand. sand? Is it sand? I don't know. It's not like a mixture Uh, of
2: sand and rosin. I don't know. Might be cocaine at this point. You got to
3: watch the way they (laughs) throw (laughs) it. Like when they (laughs) throw the flag, it shows you what type of person they are. Their style (laughs) and their technique of delivering their flag. And this guy clearly had he clearly had a burr out for fifty nine.
2: I want but to see him. So Lavar, if you see an official throw his flag like way up in the air, like almost yeah. like a pop fly, what does that tell you about that official?
3: You're out of here. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's if, like don't try like, do you understand how far I can throw this flag up into the air? Do
2: you want to okay. see how strong my
3: arm and my hips yeah. and I, my glutes see, I, are? He's making a rain.
2: I was going to say, yeah, he's making a rain or he's trying to tell you, hey, this is what I'm working with. You know what I'm saying? There you uh, go. It's like That's when, I, when I go off, I go off in a big way. That's a good point. Because go. my next follow-up is what about the officials You just look like they drop it out of their pocket? You know, like See, they they're, the,
3: they, drop they're it. chilling. They don't really want to throw the flag. Like they're that, they're that police officer that pulls you over and they're like, look, man, I'm going to give you a warning and and literally just a warning i i don't i'm not giving you no written warning just just like man slow down right then you got the flag thrower that throws it up like you said that just wants to let you know hey. like they they flossy you know what i mean yeah. like i'm yeah. flossy I was, with it i,
2: I was more thinking the guy who drops this kind of just like eh. You know, like hey, hey how would you down
1: Okay, how would you guys throw it if you were if muscle. you were an if you were an official and you pulled a flag to throw it, how would you I, I would just spike it on the ground as hard as I could. Like, <laughs> like if we're doing this, let's had, do it, man. I, I, I would make that I, thing. I'd be, I'd be like an
2: umpire. I, I would literally like toss it up in the air, <laughs> but as it's up in the air yes. give some yes. sort of signal. You know, I, Almost I'm like you it. see umpires, how they when they strike it, <laughs> you like have a strikeout. Oh, huh, you remember the naked
1: gun when Leslie Nielsen was the umpire? Behind, uh, the, <laughs> behind the behind <plane. laughs> he, he started doing the moonwalk he, yes, and everything. So good. Yeah. By the way, wasn't O.J. Simpson in that movie? Yes, he, he was.
3: was. Whatever yeah, happened to was. him? O.J. Oh, 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 Simpson? Oh, he's still oh, yeah. he's doing social media uh, posts. Yeah, he is. He's telling yeah, he people is. like Definitely the right is. the right advice on how to approach life and yeah. situations. And if you did it, well, this would be the way that uh, you should speak to the media <laughs> yeah. or handle yourself. And not, in, not in a tangent.
2: I thought we were gonna go on, but. I mean, I'm going to go there right now, <laughs> would you, would you rather hear from someone who has been through, oh, I'll just put it this way, a lot like OJ Simpson on giving advice on this because he is firsthand experienced it. Or is it too hypocritical where like you're like, yeah, I don't think so, man. Like, I'd rather get my advice from from someone else
3: yeah. being politically correct you're gonna say, Oh my gosh. I would never get any advice from OJ Simpson. And then the non hypocritical side, the 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 in in uh the confines and the safety of your own environment where no one can judge, you'd be like, Man, O.J. spitting some real game right now <laughs> I I listen, um <laughs>
1: He's even. not lying. It's just. Oh, uh, they
3: put you up on some real game. That man got away with the murder of the century, dog. Like,
1: like you better listen to him. I mean, and and, and still, and for some reason, still going strong. I, I don't know how it's. I don't know how it's happened, but it's happy. He seems to and, be happy in his life. Like, you he, know, he how can he not be? He's got freedom. He he you know? he, he golf's. He plays fantasy <laughs> football and he drinks.
2: He could be living in a cell at this
1: point, man. Oh, but, but,
3: can I just? say by the way, I don't know if this was stated. Maybe I didn't miss it, but maybe I didn't miss it. You know, and and Cassius looking at is that how you say it, Cassius? Yeah, Cassius Marsh. Yeah. Okay, Cassius Clay Marsh. Uh his mama call him Cassius, I'ma call him Cassius Clay Marsh. Uh one thing to to keep in mind here when he looked at the sideline, okay? He didn't make any obscene gestures. Did you see it? I didn't no. see it. Did you guys no. see it? No, he didn't. No, He didn't do anything that would bring reproach on his, him, himself, his family, or his team in that moment. And by the way, here's the most important piece of information. He played for them the year before. Yeah. yeah. He was on the roster. The So the people he was looking at, he knew them. Right. He knew them like like why at what point in, in in the history of our game can a guy that that wasn't looked at as valuable enough to stay on the team ends up on another team that team plays your team his old team he makes a big play and he looks at the team like you know look this was me the guy you got rid of. Why is that so wrong? Why have we gotten so touch sensitive where we think that that's like, okay, maybe it is a little bit of taunting. Sure, it is a little bit of taunting. But at the end of the day, isn't that a little bit of, like, that's part of sports. Yes. You and let
1: me go. Like, you let yeah. me go. And, and yeah. I also think that this may be, because it was a primetime standalone game and it's getting as much coverage as it's getting, I wonder if we're going to start seeing it slow down a little bit, some of the talent oh, calls. I, I we're think it's going to We're at happen. the
2: halfway point of the season. Yeah. So we, we all know how this works. The NFL has they, their points of emphasis. They hit rules their quota. That, <laughs> well, they have a quota, but it's, it's more of setting a tone. And they do it in the first half of the season, and then it just fades away in the second half. Or or any changes they want to make, they just subtly kind of guide the officials on the field in in a certain path. That call was delayed enough where I wonder if someone didn't buzz down and say something. Throw it. Like, throw it. And like, he like needed this a, is a reason prime time to throw spot. it. Yeah, right. They were like,
3: throw it. I need right. a reason.
2: Oh, I need a reason. I hadn't thrown the flag. Oh, he bumped me. Well, I, I, I don't know about that. I just think in regards to them trying to make an emphasis on taunting, which they have this year, I almost felt like it was so delayed that the NFL in a primetime spot wanted to say, yeah, that was enough for us, given the history and all that. And here's, here's the genesis of all this. The NFL believes that taunting has led to more fights or dirty plays. Oh, for that has escalated sake. stuff, and, and I would Come just on, combat man. this by saying one: that's not true. That's a lie. I mean, we've seen so few fights in the NFL for the most part, and, and things really normally don't get out of hand. So l- let's not exaggerate that. But if if you can't have fun, and if after making a great play you can't have a gesture or something in sport. Where else can you do it? Like, you're not doing this for society. You know, it's not like people are walking around after, you know, a business meeting or they close a deal, you know, pointing at their competition, grabbing their nuts at some <laughs> restaurant. Like, it's not like that's what's happening in society it's the right a heck of a now. move, though. It, it, it would be. It's, it, this is football. This is sports. Like, can we not so, let the players and, have fun? Can we I'm not let the fans say... enjoy on this? I'm
3: still going to say, and I don't know, he ca- they called it taunting, but he threw that flag clearly after he was in duress after bumping into him. Yeah. It, it wasn't like the, the bump, way he though. threw it, he looked at him, like he looked at him. He looked at him like, all right, I'm a, I'm gonna grab my flag. Now I'm gonna bump into him and now I'm like I, you make contact with me and I'm throwing this flag which now leads to the debate of if you bump into a referee
1: like that they're going to eject you from the game he's saying it wasn't because of the bump though and and yeah, you can see he, okay, that you could see you the can, official pulling in and pulling the flag out you don't see
3: him pull it. you see him holding the flag now he's, he's he holding to pull the, the it flag out before he bumps him the, and the flag, He's too. holding the flag. He doesn't pull that flag. <laughs> if you guys watch it again, he has his hand on the flag. He is not removing the flag from his belt waist, he's got his hand on it. Once he bumped into him, that's when he started tugging at the flag to throw the flag away. I'm t- this is some the, forensic f- file. I watch forensic files every single night. <laughs> I'm telling you the it, details it, it, that's this not right what here. The, that's not what the hey, official was. You, said, you know what? So. You know
1: what, you know what the NFL should do. Since they're so worried about uh, fights escalating, why don't you do something about the fights in the stands every week? There are more mm. fights in the stands every single game this year than we seen before guys on the, when's the last time you saw an out-and-out brawl in an nfl game between two teams it hardly ever happens everybody's wearing helmets we're fine unless unless you're playing at washington and jimmy lakes your coach but never mind all that that's a conversation for another time this i this idea that this is all about you know protecting players and making sure there's no fights it's a bunch of crap and i actually think we're gonna see significantly less taunting penalties because of what happened last night because it was so egregious That's terrible is. Oh, held man.
3: accountable. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. He should be held accountable. That referee should be fine for
1: what Tony Corrente.
3: Whether yeah. whether right or wrong, he should be fine. Like he should be fine for what he did. Yeah, and that's the bottom line of it. And then, and then, and then let me add. Let me add this to you. Like we could talk about that the fights in the stands and stuff like that. Listen, football is a full contact sport. Name another full contact sport out there, and if you get into hockey which is the only one that I can think of that's full contact that's out there. Um, and, and then you think about contact sports, combat sports like MMA and boxing. They are the worst. They are the worst in taunting. Nobody cares. You know why? Because you got to be a tad bit off to run into a 300-pound man and and think that something good is going to happen. You got to be a little off to go in there and know that you're going to get punched and elbowed and kicked in your head. You got to be off when you know that a puck is going to hit you in your face and knock your teeth out or you could get hit with a blade or you could drop the gloves and start knocking right out there on the ice. You got to have a little bit off about you if you are going to do full contact sports, period. So why do we get so crazy and sensitive and super moist about situations where dudes are sitting there being who they are? You want to subdue people that you want to see do what they're supposed to do, which is a very, very violent situation that you're talking about, but yet in the violence of what it is that they're doing, in the physicality of what they're doing, oh, you also want them to be very, very subdued and in control and understand that taunting of any sort of any kind and show of emotion after you've done something so physical and violent to somebody is inappropriate and unacceptable. I find that to be very, very hypocritical critical and and quite weird really
0: be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app
1: Seahawks have a deal with their uh, starting quarterback. Russell Wilson's back. Uh, he yeah, is back. Yeah. Russ is back. The finger heard round the world. Uh, the, uh, in fact, I would I would argue uh, the most important <laughs> finger since E. T. Russ mm. is back, uh, and well, he is uh, he is ready to go. Okay.
2: Or when you're in junior high,
1: leave but, that. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: leave, leave, leave the oh, jokes.
1: Leave the jokes in the holsters, please. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Now there is a you know, but but of course you know we wanted to make this uh, make this very clear. about just how important this comeback was. So we do have a (laughs) statement from Russ's doctor. This is from Dr. Steve Shin. And we wanted to give this the proper uh, tribute here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, So this is from uh, (laughs) Russ's doctor. Uh, Want to make sure that we have uh, everybody's ready here. On October 7th, 2021... Russell Wilson sustained severe injuries to the middle finger of his right throwing hand during a game. Hey, okay, Seattle,
3: we got a deal.
1: <laughs> he had immediate <laughs> surgery the following day in the form of a repair of a fractured dislocation of his proximal la, 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 la joint and an okay. extensor tendon rupture, mallet finger.
3: Okay, oh, Russ. Time for y'all to go to bed.
1: Although this was uncharted territory, I have never in my career seen such a severe injury to the throwing hand of an NFL quarterback. (laughs) Come on, Russ. To the body, Russ. To the body. I have also never encountered a player so committed to his post-operative, whatever therapy, and with so much conviction to return to the same, if not better level of performance if he had pre-injury. Do it, Mister, Russ. Mr. Unlimited. Do it, Russ. Be I am absolutely amazed at his progress, so much so that I can now confidently clear him yes. for full return yes. to play yes. without reservation. Yes. Russell Wilson's back. Yes. He did it, I'm folks. I'm a great football player.
0: You know, I know I've been great. See you know,
1: he did it, everybody. <laughs> he is back. Oh, my
0: oh. God. Unbelievable. <laughs> well Unbelievable.
2: Done. Well done. I
1: mean. Hey, that was good. We did, we did pretty good up there. Well done. This guy's a knob, man. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. Like, oh, hey, Brady, stick up for your quarterback, brethren. Please. Stick stick oh, up man. for this sort of behavior.
2: This well, self-ball first off, washing. I, I, I'm not going to go that direction. I'm, I'm more going to go to this doctor that like makes it seem like this was the most insurmountable thing that's ever occurred in all of sports. I mean, I literally had this injury. It was so bad. My fractured dislocation was so bad. They had to put two pins in, and there was no way I could come back in the final six weeks of the season. And, and I think they put a pin in in this case. It's his middle finger on his throwing hand and they've done all this rehab he he if he had surgery right after the Rams game where he injured it and he'll be back to play 5 weeks it'll be 5 weeks uh, or, or roughly approximately of that number uh, heading into this week's game versus Seattle yeah, or versus the Green Bay Packers so that that amount of time I think was faster or on the more aggressive end of what they thought But the doctor made it seem like this was some insurmountable thing he's coming back from. Right. I I will say this. I do think he's going to have a harder time coming back than people realize. Like, I've told you all, like, I still to this day, you can go ahead and just jab a knife in the end of my finger. Can't (laughs) feel it. Can't feel it. Mm -hmm. Like, you could chop off the end of my finger. Can't feel it. Mm -hmm. I would be sitting there like y'all looking at it going, that looks gory. Yeah, it does. It looks really weird. But that's, that's just what it is. And it's going to feel different. He's not going to have the same ability to spin it as consistently. I, I, I find this interesting to see what he's going to look like coming back right away. He'll have to adjust as the season goes along. But I, I, I don't know, man. The, the whole buildup, the secession, which is a great series, God. the theme music to it, it just all seems like a little much. <laughs> I,
3: I had two, two linemen. 300 plus pound guys collide a defense alignment and offense alignment collide. And my finger was in between their helmets. I had an injury where I fractured my ring finger on my right hand and ended up with the mallet finger. And I did not miss a practice. Now, granted, I am not a quarterback. I do not have to hold a ball. I do not have to throw the ball but I did not miss a practice with seemingly the same injury. So I just want to put that in perspective. <laughs> like my finger is mangled. It, it it still looks weird. So let's just be clear here. They they probably tried to repair it and save it from being a mallet. Like let's put it in the proper context right like the the pins and and straightening it out and putting the the cast on it and all those things is because he doesn't want a a, a crazy looking finger well and, no,
2: he, and, he, that's because of, of the way you use your fingers to throw like you okay have to so there be able you go to use I, again you I'm have not to a be able to use your extensors meaning like you know how with a mallet finger, just so people understand It's like your finger being bent and you have no ability to straighten it.
3: Yeah, like a double jointed finger, people like that. You know how you bend the top of your finger and it's like, oh, I'm double jointed. Like that, that the way you move your finger, it stays that way. (laughs) It does not move.
2: Right. So and, and, and so you need the ability to extend it. In order to be able to flex your hand and then grip a ball, but also you know push off to create the spin and be as accurate with it coming off you know the tip of your fingers, that's why it's important. I mean, it's a very small thing, but it actually ends up being a huge piece of throwing the football accurately and then and powerfully down the field. That's another thing that I'll be curious to see. Russell's a great deep ball thrower. I, I do wonder how this is going to impact him. You know, trying to f- push the football down the field. Uh, once he gets into a game scenario
3: is that smart to even push it downfield? is is the question i would ask honestly i'll be curious to see what that game i'll
2: be curious to see what that game plan looks like like if they're not going to try to ease him maybe back into it in in some way because i do think you're going to see you're going to see some wobbly passes you're going to see some throws that are off and you're going to say to yourself like okay like what do you chalk this up to rust he hasn't played in five weeks maybe it's that we're going to chalk it up to potentially the finger. I, I'll be curious to see how they tape it. I also think the other thing that you're dealing with is it's cold already. We're getting to that time of the year. So you already have a hard time feeling your fingers when you're adapting to the fact that you know you, you lose the nerve sensation. The way they splice that thing open to shove in a pin in there, you lose the, that nerve sensation. So he's not going to have that back. I'm telling you, it's going to feel different to yeah. him moving forward this year
1: no this is the all of it you know definitely important uh, can we talk about just the social media stuff i mean come on man like what are we doing here like he's got to have these production videos the doctor's got to come out and ball wash him like this both you guys had similar injuries i didn't see you guys run into my space uh during the time of your injuries I, making sure everybody I blame knew the what was doctor going on. though i blame the doctor oh you don't man. think russ proofread that no
2: uh, no? no the come doctor on. knows that he knows where that's going he knows that's going to be out there. His name's going to be a part oh, of it. God. So he has to make it like he has to make it so big of a deal that no one's ever going to forget about it,
3: you know. What well, what he has to do is he has to have a Jonas moment with Sierra, wake up and say you don't see any sweat and you know why? <laughs> yeah. Because that is the magical elixir that will heal my finger, <laughs> my point. hand. And the rest of this world.
1: That is a good point. Mm, Uh, Yeah, you got y'all. Got to go to bed. Yeah, Seattle, you got to Seattle. So I can wet it. Yeah, Seattle, you got (laughs) to deal. I I got to wet this bed so I can heal my (laughs) hand.
2: That golden (laughs) bath.
1: Yes, the golden elixir. Oh
3: man,
0: you can
3: go to sleep. (laughs) So I can party.
0: (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth
1: So Robert Sala, the head coach of the New York Jets, um, he was asked about the potential of uh, Zach Wilson uh, playing uh, this upcoming Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, and uh, he had this to say yesterday. Will he play on Sunday? If he passes, yeah. If he's, if he's fully healthy, for sure. So, so meaning like he'll start on Sunday then if he's fully healthy? Yeah, but it's, uh, but again, it's we'll see how he is. Based on today, guys, I'll just give you guys a heads up. We'll see how it looks.
2: But we're not in any hurry to rush him back at the same point because of the fact that this is a two to four week injury. He's working on it. He's going to the week three and a couple of hurdles he has to pass yet.
3: So, which is being a better quarterback than Mike White,
2: (laughs) (laughs) which is totally non injury related.
1: (laughs) Uh, lavar Erickson from the top hey, by, the way, by the way lavar yeah. Le, turning his back on zach wilson mid-season has been really wonderful back. to watch back is to him
2: <laughs> i love the fact that lavar just literally spit on that he was just like i'm not here for any of this no. it, i'm not here for any explanation about this right
3: now <laughs> no because that's what he's listen it, it, i mean did you guys read it differently it, I mean, no, I, I felt the same way. I just... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did we want to ease into it? Let's ease into okay. it. Listen. No, it's great. Zach it Wilson great. is your top draft pick. You, you took him instead of Mac Jones, and everybody talked about how, you know, everything happened so Bill Belichick wouldn't get Mac Jones, but he still got Mac Jones at the pick he wanted to get Mac Jones, and other quarterbacks went... One of those quarterbacks is your quarterback. You're a new coach in New York. New York has been bad, really bad, really bad for a really long time. Okay, you bring in Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson does not help the really bad. He goes out with an injury. Mike White gives you hope. He gives you a light. He gives Robert Sala a little bit of confidence. He wants to see more of Mike White. And by the way, Josh, Zach Wilson, Josh Johnson
1: he, played pretty well last week too. It
3: wasn't that yeah. bad. Well yeah cuz cause, cause he went out Mike yeah. went out a little early that's that's fine but listen this is not about him this is about Mike White he wants to see more and he's curious as to know if he did not go out of the game hurt would he have been able to produce the same results thus leaving him to be able to obscurely give a a uh a response to why Zach Wilson will be given all the time that he needs to be able to heal from his two to four week injury. So we switch from the greatest healer of all time that's going to come back and play ahead of schedule because we need him to play. To now we got a guy that needs to take maybe five to six weeks for a two to four week injury to heal up. There you go. That's the NFL Amazing. people.
2: I, I, no, I I love it. I love it. And, and look from the Jets' perspective. I don't know that anyone drafting a quarterback, whether it was Mac Jones who felt like he was the most NFL ready or Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence or Trey, definitely not Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I don't know that any team though was saying to themselves, yeah, this guy is ready for the NFL day one. Like that's just not the case. So maybe they've they've seen Zach Wilson play long enough now to know that they wish they would have, brought someone else in to let him sit, let him watch. Maybe he's at a different point when he gets this opportunity. Or we're not talking about this because he's not getting banged up in injury. He's not holding on to the football, allowing himself to get hit as many times as he has behind a porous offensive line. Maybe, maybe that's more of the conversation now. Now they're trying to roll things back. Like, ah, yeah, you know, let's let him take his time. You know, And maybe in the meantime, we'll check out what Mike White can do. Who look he hasn't obviously played a bunch of games he's been in the NFL a little bit though he 's got some seasoning to him and and they 're probably looking at themselves saying at this point, our season's lost there's nothing to gain, so why not see what you have in Mike White? not force Wilson to come back before he really has to needs to and, and then at least you 've got a clear ver- you know a clear vision on what your roster looks like going into the off season because This team is still rebuilding, and if that's the case, you better be super clear with what your objectives are in regards to that quarterback position, whether it's Zach Wilson's the guy or you feel like you need to bring in someone else or you feel like what you've already got may be worth continuing to explore, and I I think that's it makes all the sense in the world. If Mike White's healthy, which... Yeah, we can call into question what exactly was injured. <laughs> I mean, he goes in, doesn't have a great first series, second series, leads his team down to field, touchdown, ties the game up, and now he's got a right forearm issue that seemed, I'm not sure what it happened or what was wrong. It seemed like he was like, yeah, I've done enough. I'm, I'm ready to sit out the rest of the year and get that second contract before <laughs> ah, ah, things start to look worse behind this team. Another top you know. rope.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, it was a very savvy NFL back. Backup Good move for him. Where you want to play enough to showcase what you can do, but not enough on a bad team that's gonna, you know, show your flaws or your team's flaws, and you get caught in the middle of it.
0: Good for
1: him. Amen. Hey,
0: man Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, oh, oh.